If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, play the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky day. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, right here on Radio Free Brooklyn, your home for. All things radio that you don't pay for in the borough of Brooklyn, New York. Yep. <laughs> it's a very literal translation yeah. of that name. Uh, you are listening to the always exciting, always interesting, always fact and fun-filled yep. show. Well-researched. Well-researched. Uh, Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel, wherein I, Joshua Rubin... And my partner in crime, Noel Deneen, sit here around a massage table. Yep, coming up with incredible, uh, spectacular, yep, uh, ingenious, yeah, money-making ideas that are intended to do one thing and one thing only. That's get you the listener rich, super rich, mega rich, so rich. It's gross. Yep. And we do absolutely nothing except come up with these incredible ideas and yep. pass them out to you. We are the idea men. Yeah. We are the idea men, and you are the action men yeah. and women, people. We, we're, we're an idea storm. We are, we're an idea factory. Yeah. I think factory. I think we are an idea factory. We sure are. And we are just churning these things out, man. Yeah. We're like, we, the two of us are like a million monkeys with typewriters. Yeah. And we are just popping out. Uh, we're we're like a million monkeys, <laughs> with typewriters and like an extra arm and hands. That's right. We we have and we're typing with our tail. That's right. So we're like two million monkeys, basically of normal with, ones with typewriters, <laughs> uh, popping out classics for you. Yeah, on a constant basis. Nothing but the hits. It's incredible. How Solid good gold. These ideas. And then all we ask, yeah, for all of our hard work, lots of it. Cranking out these monkey tomes, yeah, uh, is uh, is what? No, it's ten percent. That's right. You tithe us. You you keep you keep ninety percent of your billions, if not trillions, ninety percent, and you give us ten. Ninety percent of a trillion dollars, yeah, is still a lot of money. A lot of money. Yeah, it's still in the high billions. Yeah, right. Yeah, it, it makes you a player. That's right. If you, you, we were to, uh, if you were to take our ideas, yeah, and go to Shark Tank, oh yeah, and try to get them to give you the money for this, boom, they would uh, want like forty, fifty percent of your company. We don't. Nope. Ten percent. We don't even want the company. No. We want nothing to do with the yeah. company. We don't want to hear from you until you've got that money. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty That's much not it. True. We want to hear from you. <laughs> um. So there you go. Yeah. Uh. I was going to open the show today with a joke. Okay. That my wife said I should tell. All right. But uh, I just realized I don't remember the punchline. <laughs> oh, Josh. What are vitamins that are good for your memory? Uh, I don't know if there's any at this point. Okay. Uh, electroshock therapy, maybe. Maybe the, maybe that's the what way you need. to go. I need something to blow these cobwebs out of here, yeah. blow the, the fog on my mind off. Yeah. Um, but I, I do have. Uh, 
kind of a story. Okay. I can tell. Well, kind of tell it then. Yeah. So I was kind of, uh, 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 you know, we're, this show is what? Right before uh, St. Patty's Day, right? Yes. Yeah. So I, it just made me think. I When I used to work in restaurants, mm-hmm. <laughs> I worked with one guy who's, uh, I won't name his name. Okay. He'll, he'll know who he is because yep. he listens to the show. Protect the innocent. Uh-huh. And uh, he was an Irish fellow. Okay. But not from Ireland. He was uh, Irish American. Okay. And uh, St. Patrick's Day was his religion. All right. He would request St. Patrick's Day off right after celebrating St. Patrick's Day. Really? Right. Yeah. Like that was his. He could have given a shit about any other holiday. Uh huh. He would work any other time. <clears throat> now he has kids. So now Christmas and Thanksgiving are kind of, he's got to, he's definitely doing, but he would have worked any. But St. Patrick's Day was the day. Yeah. And, uh, he called me up out of the blue one St. Patty's. And he would start early. Yeah. They would take a van in, because he lived in Westchester. They would take a van into the city <coughs> at like uh, 9 o'clock in the morning uh-huh. and start drinking. Oof. And go straight through. That's ugly. Till about 9 or 10 at night. Yeah. And uh, they would hop. And I get a call from him at like noon. Dude, come on up and join us. Uh-huh. We're having a great time. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to do this, but okay, I'll do it. Uh-huh. So to I the wrote, parade? No, he was. They fuck the parade <laughs> <laughs> to to a pub on on like 46th Street and like Second Avenue or something like that. Okay. And I rolled up. I rolled up there. I rolled up. I got up there, and I get in, and they are fucking hammered yeah you know and it's like oh and big hugs and the whole thing and this pub was right across the street from uh, a mcdonald's and i just i don't drink a lot mm-hmm. if at all and so i was not keeping up you know i had a couple of beers and i was good and then like let's go get some food and at this point we're it's about two o'clock in the afternoon, and they're really, really, really drunk, uh-huh. screaming and hooting and hollering. His brother, who's got uh, apparently he's got elephantiasis of the testicles, really was kept pulling his balls out, what, and walking around the bar with his these enormous nuts how, hanging out. How of, big? They're big. It's not elephantiasis, but he has a fluid buildup on the testicles, so his nutsack is bigger than a softball. Okay. It's so it's that's really big though. Yeah. I mean if you take into account and it's bigger than a softball, they were just huge. So he would like unzip his pants and just pull the whole thing out and just walk around with this big softball sized nut bag hanging out all over the place. Um and we start going across the street to the McDonalds. <laughs> There's this poor guy doing a delivery to Dunkin' Donuts uh-huh. and he's pulled out the the cart you know the 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 sheet tray holder and it's got racks of donuts on it and this group of people that I'm with descend on him and circle him like <clears throat> like uh uh I mean it's like vultures circling a thing and they're harassing him and he's turning around and one of them just grabs a tray of donuts and starts running <laughs> and running and running and running and I realize this is now we're at this point where we're making this move downtown to sort of bar hop along the way. And that was the most interesting thing because just all the shit that they would do on the way down, they had such a set set of things that they did from one bar to the other. It was like, and you'd stop at this one place and get a cheesesteak. There was this one phone booth. Since no one used phone booths anymore, that was where they would stand and pee, mm-hmm. right? You couldn't see their face, but you could see their dicks. 
for whatever reason. It was very strange. Like they thought that was okay though. Yeah. Um, and that was it. But it was just like crazy. And it was it, by the time it finished, we had gone all the way downtown and circled all the way back up to uh, Times Square to Rudy's, where we just stood there. Yeah. Because they were so drunk, they weren't drinking anymore, uh-huh. but they couldn't not be at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> so they were just standing there doing nothing and then we all got thrown out and their their van came and picked him up okay but it wasn't you know not a great story but it does lead into the topic today that's right which it, is saint patrick's that's day right. it's the day of patty yeah and the saints yeah um <clears throat> it's an interesting one you know holidays are not necessarily the easiest ones to come up with great ideas oh. for because they're just that one day, yeah. you know what I mean? And especially one that's so specific. I mean, we're only really doing St. Patty's Day because you requested it. Yeah. And you're Irish. I'm Irish. Um, I'm looking forward to doing Purim. Okay. <laughs> you're going to have to explain to me what that is uh, a little bit. <laughs> it's like Halloween for devout Jews. Oh, yeah. We dress okay. up in costumes like and it. stuff like that. But that's coming up a lot. Uh, I don't know. I don't know when it is, but we'll figure it out. We'll do Purim. We'll start getting to like we'll get to the point <laughs> the where most obscure and, holidays. <laughs> exactly, guys. It's Arbor Day. Uh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, Saint Patrick's Day. No, Saint Patrick's Day. It's your holiday. Shara Magora. <laughs> I am Magora, lads. Yeah, I love it to death. Yep. It's a very different celebration in uh in Ireland than it is to here. Yeah, in the states, it's, isn't it? Yeah, it's not a big party day. No, a lot of prayer. Yeah, because he's a saint. He's not really a saint. I read. Oh, he's not. No, he's not an official saint. <clears throat> really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. I knew he's not actually Irish. Yeah, he's from England. He's a British guy who was captured by Irish pirates. Yeah. And then escaped. Yeah. Turned his life over to God. Yeah. After he escaped, he was an atheist apparently. Uh huh. Turned his life over to God after he escaped. I didn't know there were atheists in like the fifth century or whenever this happened, eh. and then went back and uh, uh, as a missionary to to bring on uh, uh, the Jesus yep. to all the heathens in the Isle, the, the, pagans. the Emerald Isle. It's impressive. Is he the guy? I didn't get that far. I didn't get as far. But is he the guy that basically made uh, Ireland Catholic? Is that what the I think celebration so, yeah. is? And he drove the snakes out. <clears throat> right. That's the whole thing. Was that to prove God's power? I guess. You're terrible. Maybe Irishman. they just didn't really have any. S- well, hey, I I got the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? I got the Irish. I got the Irish. You getting your Irish up? I get my Irish up. Okay, so hit me. What do you okay. got? What are you What are you selling me Saint on here? St. Patrick's Day. Uh huh. What's the one way <laughs> everyone wants to make money on St. Patrick's Day? Booze party. Exactly. So, everyone out there, you can do one of these in every town. More than uh-huh. one, maybe. <clears throat> and I am going to tell you the best St. Patrick's party you can throw. Okay. And you can like charge this. money. Uh-huh. You make money with the bar. Uh-huh. Y- you're going to make so much green. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have to finish that. No. Okay. So you start out early, right? Yeah. Uh, and being early, there might be some children there. There might be some uh, pregnant women. Yeah. Some non-drinkers. Uh-huh. So uh, you start the party off with mm-hmm. something that I invented a few years ago. Okay. Uh, we were out somewhere. Uh-huh. 
and uh, my buddy's wife was with us, and she was extremely pregnant mm-hmm. and looking like she was having the worst time in her life. I, I she probably was. Yeah. So I came up with something, and I've done it a bunch of times, mm. and it is a hit every time and they suddenly are having fun. Okay. But they being the pregos, just the pregos. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I would do it with them. The pregos. Yes. Um, so it is a pregnant car bomb and you get a glass of soda water Uh and a shot of orange juice. Uh huh. And you drop the shot of orange juice into the soda water and you chug it. And they're having fun, right? Because they're at least they're active, they're they're participating. Yes, and it tastes like an orangina or yeah, whatever those exactly. things were, Aurelia. Yeah, yeah, that's a great uh, idea. Okay, so, so so you have some pregnant car bombs at uh-huh. the beginning of the day. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Then uh, to get the evening rolling, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everyone knows the whole green beer thing. Yeah, it's been done to death. Done to death. How do you stand out? I don't know. I'll tell you what. <clears throat> you make uh. Mugs and shot glasses out of corned beef. Oh, that's delicious. And you could drink your beer, eat your mug. Uh, for I looked it up, and for vegans, uh-huh. uh, you can have uh, vegan corned beef glasses. Made out of Satan? Uh, well, there was one I saw out of Satan. <clears throat> out of uh, Satan, yes. But this one l- looked better because you could mold it, right? Uh-huh. And the ingredients are a half cup. Chickpea. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, so one okay. tablespoon oil. Uh huh. One cup water. Two tablespoons seasoned salt. One uh-huh. tablespoon salt or teaspoon salt. Two <laughs> teaspoons smoked pap- paprika. Uh huh. Half a teaspoon clove. Half a teaspoon allspice. One teaspoon dried mustard. Four juniper berries crushed into powder. Yeah. And one and one quarter cup. Vital wheat gluten. Yeah, that that vital wheat gluten, man. Yeah, that, it's it's a uh, it's a big part of the vegan diet. Yeah, so you could make this, and the reason I went with this instead of the the Satan one, uh-huh. uh huh, is because it it makes almost it looks like hamburger, right? And you, you can, can mold, mold it, it any way you want. Uh, and I guess if you are vegan and gluten intolerant, you could just hollow out a potato. Yeah, you could do that. Serve the drinks in a potato. There you go. Roast up a bake a potato. Yep. Hollow it out. Yeah. Do the shot and then eat your boozy potato. Yep. Uh, so now the party's rolling. Oh, it right? really is. So what do you do? And the beauty, can I just uh-huh. also say the beauty of this is people are well balanced. Because if you're eating something, even a little mouthful with every shot. Yeah. You're not getting like to the drunk to the point of like you know I'm yet. out of my mind for not a yet. while, right? You're gonna get there, but well balanced. That's right. So, how do you really kick this party though into into the next step? Ecstasy? No, <laughs> no. Uh, you get a shamrock pinata, uh. and you fill it full of plastic airplane bottles of Jameson. Oh boy, isn't that great? <laughs> Jameson, or isn't there one like? Uh, 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 I my recollection, uh-huh. uh, and I learned this from the fellow that I would spend St. Patrick's Day with. But there were, uh, if you were 
Catholic, you drank one Irish whiskey. Oh. And if you were uh, uh, a Protestant, you drank a different whiskey. Like it was, which one you drank was, of the two, it was like Jameson's was one. Uh Uh-huh. And I think it was Tullamore Dew. Yeah, that's that's one. Was, was, you know, so that was the sort of schism right there. Okay. So I just think, you know, you may want to, I guess if you're celebrating St. Patrick's Day, you're Catholic, right? Yeah. Not Protestant. So well, it's either just one. A given. It's that... an Irish day more here. Right, it's I not get a it. religious thing. So mix you, you it up, mix though, it is up. what I'm saying. Yeah, you can That's even all. put some Baileys in there. Oh, boy, for the, the lightweights. Yeah. For the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the kids. <laughs> yeah, that's a, I love drinking Baileys when I was like 13 years old. Yeah. Like that was like alcohol I loved. It was like drinking ice cream. Yeah. And then you were drunk. Uh, Okay, so now the party is a rolling. Yeah, it really is. How do you separate it? How do you how do you make this party something that no one will ever forget? Ecstasy. No. <laughs> uh, so you brought up uh, this recently, but you basically turn it in, into a, a blade rave, right? So the first scene of Blade <laughs> is this giant rave dance techno uh-huh. party, uh, and then. The sprinkler system starts squirting blood all right, over right, everyone, yeah. and they're just like bloody and uh-huh. partying. And so you do that with Guinness, <laughs> <laughs> and you will have the best St. Patrick's party anyone's ever been to. Uh huh. Everyone there, if they ever go and they have a get rich show with their names in it, uh huh, and they do a St. Patrick's episode. And they are looking for a story to start with. Every one of them will start with the story of that party. That's true. I will say, though, that once it turns into a rave, yeah. I'm hard-pressed to believe there won't be any ecstasy there. Well, it could be Irish music. <laughs> the ecstatic dancing of Irish music. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. So, yeah, it's uh, it's quite a party, man. Yeah. That is a party. That's a good one, right? I, I, you're, I'm all over it. Yeah. I think it's a great, uh, a great party. Your buddy would love it. Just seeing like a bunch of fat, red-faced <laughs> gingers uh-huh. jumping around, yeah, uh, ripping their shirts off, yeah, uh, uh, their pink skin just getting coated in the muddy brown of uh, of Guinness, yep. While they're so wasted from all the little mini shots they've been doing, yeah, and then eventually throwing up gobs of corned beef cups <laughs> <laughs> and chickpea corned beef cups, yeah. And potatoes. Yeah. Uh, fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> fucking brilliant. Yeah, that's a rave. That's a party for the ages right there. Yeah. Everyone, it would be... <laughs> I just want someone to film it. <laughs> like, it's like the most working class rave ever. Oh, yeah. Right? Instead of having people with, like, you know, multicolored shit on their bodies and dancing around like this, uh-huh. you just have a bunch of people jumping down and headbanging to, you know... Tub thumper or something like that. Yeah. That's great. Awesome. I love it. I love it. Yeah. No, I I, it. I, I I was pretty proud of that one when I came <laughs> up with it. Yeah. Um, so I could not uh I could not come up with necessarily necessarily specifically for St. Patrick's Day uh-huh. what to get uh uh rich off of. It okay. Is difficult for me. <laughs> so I went with sort of a St. Patrick's theme, All right, that's thereby good. an Irish theme yep. for uh, uh, ways to get rich. We'll take it. Now, I've used this already <laughs> with a quote-unquote mythological creature in our Trolls episode. Okay. It's similar, 
but different. All right. Because what you have to do is slightly different. Um, but when we think of St. Patty's Day, what's the first thing that pops into your mind? Uh, leprechauns. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, leprechauns. I, I knew it would. Um, and uh, I was so I was like, oh, leprechauns. We all know pot of gold at yeah. the end of the rainbow. Yeah. Devious little little minxes, little imps of a sort. You know, they're very smart, and you got to catch them, and then you got to hold on to them. Um, and I was like, in the same way that I I searched for our trolls real, mm-hmm. I was like, are leprechauns real? And right away, yep, right away, I came upon the Weekly World News. Uh huh. And saw that scientists, and this was in 2011, scientists in Dublin have captured a leprechaun. Okay. Um, uh, the leprechaun was caught early in the morning in Donadia Forest, or Don Donadia, I don't, you know. Uh-huh. I find that Irish words are never pronounced like they're spelt. No. That's something I've learned, yeah. so I'm going to get. Uh, University College Dublin. Uh, it was scientists from the University College Dublin. They caught him by uh, putting out uh, a bowl of marshmallow-flavored cereal to Uh entice the leprechaun out into the open. And as soon as a miniature creature bent down to grab the sugary snack, they ensnared him in a tiny net. Okay. Why no one's thought of this in the past, I don't know. Yeah. But uh, they said he tried to hit them with with his shillelagh. And uh, the lead scientist, Seamus Doolittle... Uh, described him as exactly how you would as he's been described in 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 history. Uh, some people call it mythology. I call it history. Um, as a uh, a small, wrinkly old man with a bulbous nose and a frizzy red beard, uh-huh. wearing a pair of dark green knickerbockers, uh-huh. uh, a frilly white shirt, buckled shoes, white stockings, and a top hat, and he was also carrying a pot of gold. Standing approximately three feet high, um, and uh, now they've got him. Or back then, they had him in the lab doing DNA sampling, fingerprinting, and a thorough river dance inspection. Okay, <laughs> this is apparently what they're doing. <clears throat> and I was like, "That's amazing! Leprechauns are real." Yeah. So they can be caught. Yeah. And when they're caught, you have your choice. You get the gold which is elven gold, apparently, which is the most sought-after gold, the purest of all golds, uh-huh. or you get three wishes. Yeah. Either way, that's pretty incredible. Yeah. Right? I mean, you can do a lot with that. Uh, but a lot of people can't afford to go to Ireland to go capture themselves mm-hmm. a little Irish person. So I did a quick uh, search to see... If there were uh, leprechauns anywhere else. Sure there are. In America. Yep. And why? No, why? Why are they here? Yeah. How did they get over here? They probably snuck across the border. They and did. Trump's going to round <laughs> them up. And <laughs> during the, the, the Great Potato Famine, okay, when scores and scores of Irish were coming over to this country. Uh-huh. They snuck into their luggage. They would sneak into the luggage. Mm-hmm. They would sneak onto the ships. Yep. And they would get off, and suddenly there they were. So, again, relatively recently, about, uh, where is it here? Um, in 2012, okay, hundreds of people 
spotted a leprechaun in Mobile, Alabama. Oh, wow. You can look it up. It's on the interweb. Uh Uh-huh. People have put up video of it. So you know it's true. It was reported on the news. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, There was even a great sketch that someone drew uh, that saw it. And people were coming out every night for a while trying to catch it, trying to see him, trying to catch him. But they didn't know that you had to lure him out with a marshmallow-flavored cereal. Along the lines of a Lucky Charms, yeah. I would imagine. Yeah. Or a Booberry or whatever. I think Lucky Charms was probably the... You may... you yeah. may, Yeah, that seems Sometimes to be... Sometimes you got to hit that nail on the head. Right. Um, <clears throat> um, and uh, so that's really kind of it in a nutshell. Uh-huh. Uh, capture a leprechaun. Yeah. I, I had something and I didn't use it, but uh-huh. uh, I, I was going to do some stuff on leprechauns. Uh-huh. I'm glad now I didn't. Okay. <laughs> but there was one story I read of a guy in England who caught a leprechaun. And uh, he made him take him to his gold. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was buried in a field. Mm-hmm. And so he took, mm. you know, like how people before they realized you could just make socks that are stay up by themselves. <laughs> and they used to have those little sock garters. Right, they had the spats. Yeah. Yeah, the garters, right. Yeah. Sorry. Spats so he took his little red sock garter uh-huh. and he marked it where it was and then went to go get a shovel. But leprechauns like to play tricks. They do. And so this leprechaun, when this guy came back, the entire field was covered with these little red garters. Oh, wow. So I thought you keep a platinum coin in your pocket mm-hmm. and so when you catch the leprechaun and you make him show where his gold is mm-hmm. you mark it with a platinum coin or a diamond or something worth more than gold and you go get the shovel and come back and the field uh-huh. is covered and you may not be able to find that gold That's right. but you'll have Something worth more than gold, a whole field of it. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. That's yeah. an, that's actually a smart idea. Although I will, you know, there are things I personally would say go for the wishes. Okay, because the pot of gold, I mean, if it's enough gold for a little three foot guy to carry around with him, yeah, it's not. I mean, it's a lot of gold. Don't get me wrong, but it's not that kind of like endless riches that we talk about on this show. I know, but you know those those leprechauns <laughs> are tricky and they're always going to try and screw you. They are. I I I was I was reading one thing about this this guy. There's a famous story uh of Seamus in County Mayo who wished to be he he captured a uh a, a, a leprechaun. Uh-huh. And apparently you have to you can't turn away from a leprechaun, even if you're holding them. Sure. If you avert your gaze from a leprechaun, they're, they're gone. They're gone. They're gone. Yeah. Um, you have to hold them with your eyes. Um, and uh, apparently his wishes were to be uh, the richest man on a tropical island. Yeah. Uh, and so he was sent to this tropical island, but it was empty. It was devoid of everything. Uh-huh. And so there were no pubs, no people, no anything. So he had all this money on this tropical island, but he couldn't spend it. He didn't have anyone to talk to. He was sort of on this atoll. Yeah. And so then he had to spend his third wish, right? So it was richest man, tropical island, and then third wish was bring me back to Ireland. Yeah. 
right? So, and but he couldn't co- go back with his w- riches. So all of his riches were left sitting on this tropical island. Okay. So all my suggestion is is just to be really clear. Yes. Clarity is the key because they'll fuck with you. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? They don't. Uh, they don't want you to have anything. Yeah. And they like messing with humans. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the American ones uh, do tend to. Uh, they're like everyone who comes to America. Uh-huh. They tend to be lazier than the people who uh, they descend from. Okay. And uh, they do not do much work themselves. They tr- they tend to uh, the American leprechauns tend to trick humans into doing the work for them. Okay. By whispering in their ear while they're asleep to okay. get them to like you know if so if you have a relative in uh, an area that was at one point had a lot of Irish people in it or you know a lot of Irish descended people um, who wakes up and just starts like going off somewhere to dig a hole uh-huh. and you know when you say why are you digging this hole they're like oh i just got this urge to dig it's because a leprechaun got in their ear and they're digging the hole for the leprechaun looking yeah. for gold it's like close them. encounters similar to similar <laughs> to but different but yeah guys go out there look uh, i mean i know it's very similar conceptually to the troll thing but it is a different set of circumstances yeah. trolls are dangerous you know you have to uh it's really more about how to go about and doing this. Being a troll hunter, being a leprechaun hunter, you know, yeah. you just need the tools to uh, be able to go out there and 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 do it. What it is that you want to do? Yeah, according to the documentary <clears throat> series Leprechaun, uh, <laughs> they can they can be dangerous. <clears throat> they are very dangerous in the series Leprechaun, and they wind wind up in the hood. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the documentary series Leprechaun. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, guys, you're making money. What about us? What about me and Josh? Well, I'll tell you what. It's time for our newest segment, Josh and Noel Sell Out, where every week we explore ways that Josh and I are actively pursuing our lifelong dream of selling our souls to corporate America. Uh-huh. Selling our integrity. Yep. Selling our, our ourselves. Yeah. For the almighty dollar, uh, you know the traditional ways you can do it. You can go to the RadioFreeBrooklyn.com webpage. Mm-hmm. Go to the Josh and Noel, Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel show page. Mm-hmm. Hit the sponsor link. Yep. And uh, an amount of money, whatever you pledge, will come out on a monthly basis for the rest of the season, and then it'll get reset. It yeah. won't go on in, in perpetuity. I think you guys... Whatever else we say at this, I think that's the one everyone should do. Yeah. Half that money will go mm-hmm. to Josh and I. Yeah. Keeping us in green beer and uh, <laughs> corned beef cups. Half that money <laughs> will beef go. Cup. That's my favorite part of that whole thing is the corned beef cups. <laughs> <laughs> that's actually all I had at first. Then. I'm like, I got to beat this one up a little bit. Uh, and then half that money will go to Radio Free Brooklyn. Uh, if you hate us. Maybe you're uh, hate the Irish and hate the fact that we're promoting these Irish things. Yeah. Oh, yeah. damn Irish. Yeah. You Dirty can, Irish. Yeah. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com webpage, hit the Patreon link, and pledge a one-time or reoccurring donation. None of that money. Not one cent. We'll go to Josh or I. All goes to the Lace Curtain Irish. Yeah. And you can put a note saying, cancel these guys. Get rid of them. Yep, they're uh, they're they're filthy, 
pro-Irishes. Racist. <laughs> uh, but we all know the real money, the big money, is corporate sponsorship. That's why, once again, our corporate sponsor, <laughs> Monty Lamonti, uh, he had things to do, I guess, and he didn't get us a spot. <laughs> so if you're out there, you know, McDonald's will sling your shamrock shakes. Uh, Jameson's. Tillamore do. Uh-huh. We'll switch religions, whatever one yeah, it that's is. That's right. Uh, I'll say I'm Catholic yeah. or Protestant. Whatever. Doesn't matter to me. <laughs> I can make that sign thingy. Yeah. Yeah, so there is a big gaping hole in our hearts that you can fill with your money. Uh, <laughs> so get on it, guys. Uh, also, around this time, every week we got a topic. This week it's St. Patrick's Day, and in that topic we give you ways of which you will get so rich it is gross. But also, like a little leprechaun, we hide a, another little pot of gold in the show. Oh, look at you. Yeah. So good. That was so good. Yeah. yeah. You like that, huh? I did. I'm very impressed with you today. Okay, okay. okay. <laughs> uh, so, you know, if you're uh, waiting outside the bathroom so you can go in and vomit, <laughs> if uh, you're you're waiting for your Satan cups to set. Or Satan. Is that how it's pronounced? I think it's I can never figure it out. It's not Satan, though. Satan. I mean, even if it's Satan, uh-huh. it's you gotta like do it as two separate words. Yeah, I think it, it is kind me. of the devil's meat substitute, though. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, no matter what you're doing, you can listen to this. Come back to the rest of the show and listen to that later. So, take it away, Mr. Josh. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Ben Southall. 34 of Petersfield beat out nearly 35,000 applicants from around the world for a dream assignment to swim, explore and relax on Hamilton Island in the Great Barrier Reef while writing a blog to promote the area. He was selected for the $111,000 gig, a six-month contract to serve as caretaker of a tropical Australian island. He now has to live rent-free in a three-bedroom villa Complete with pool. People are doing these kind of contests all over the place, man. Yep. There was one done in Sonoma County, I think, where you like lived on a winery and you learned all about wine and tasting wine, and then you just wrote a blog and tweeted all day long, uh-huh. and you got paid like uh, uh, eighty-five thousand dollars for six months or something like that. Really? So it's like a contest, but you actually have to do something, uh-huh. and it's based partially on sort of like your social media uh, uh, presence, like how many followers you have and stuff like that. Um, but there are there, so many areas are doing this stuff just to drum up tourism and interest in uh-huh. things. So, you know, it's a way for those people out there who can write yep. or have a lot of Instagram followers, yep. a lot of uh, Twitter followers. Is uh-huh. mine still a thing? I think Vine shut down. It's gone. Yeah. Huh? Wonder why that happened. I feel bad for all those uh, influencers who are on Vine. They suddenly can't make five million dollars a year for uh, pratfalls. Yeah. You know, I was doing pratfalls for free when I was a young man. <laughs> <laughs> These kids today. Yep. I would have been a gajillionaire. Yeah, you sure would. I would have. People think it's hysterical when you smash your head through a uh, drywall. Oh yeah. Yeah. Fuckers. <laughs> 
So, St. Patrick's Day, no. St. Patrick's Day. Do you have plans Day. for the St. Patrick's Day? No. None at all? I don't usually do anything for St. Patrick's anymore, really. As a Chicagoan, uh-huh. did you know that <clears throat> the only people who are allowed... So, the, the whole greening of the river uh-huh. was started by these two families in the 1800s, and that the only people who green the river... Are members and even up to now, really, are members that are allowed even on the boat that does it are members of the family or married into the family. Wow, which I guess makes them members of the family, yeah. but direct descendants. I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, that is. Anyway, uh, so as you just alluded to right there, Uh-oh. I was raised hyper Irish. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never been, but my grandpa was from Ireland, uh, and. Uh, my mom, as a kid, taught mm-hmm. Irish dancing. Oh, did she teach it? She taught it. Yeah, I didn't realize. I knew you. I knew you took it, and from a very young age. Yes. So I Irish danced. Uh-huh. Uh huh. When I didn't want to do that anymore. Anyone who uh, knew Newell, knew Newell, uh-huh. knew Newell, knew Noel back then. If you have any video of Noel Irish dancing, it's probably somewhere we were on TV. That. Really? Yeah, like on Ontario, the, the local. Oh, in Ontario and yeah. Canada. Yeah. Um, if you have any video of that, uh, you know, and you want to post it on our Facebook page, put it up there. Put it up there because yeah. I really. First of all, I just want to see Noel in a kilt? as a little kid. What do you wear a kilt for? The Irish, Irish dancing. Wear, Irish Irish wear kilts. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Guys wear kilts. I learned new things. Are they just like the? Uh, are they just like the Scottish kilts, or are they sort of a different style design? Um, I think mine was like gray plaid, right? Uh, but still, that whole pleated with the little buckles on the side, yeah. like the, the it doesn't have that little belt belt thing. Gotcha. No knife in the uh, no knife in the. Uh, I wasn't a <laughs> six year old kid running around the knife. You missed you. Did I ever tell you the story? I know this is a little off topic, uh-huh. but when. Uh, uh, Charlie Victor Romeo went to Edinburgh, uh-huh. and I went with Deb. <clears throat> uh, you know, it's a party going on there all the time. And I was wandering around just looking for a, a store, just really wandering around more than anything. And I was on this very narrow street, uh, and the sidewalk was even narrower, uh-huh. and to the point where as I was walking, sort of, it, you couldn't pass anybody. And it was the street was wide enough for like a small car, like a smart car, a uh-huh. mini kind of thing to go through. <clears throat> and this old fella in full regalia, kilt regalia, you know, the little jacket and the kilt and mm-hmm. the socks and the shoes, stumbles out of this pub that's literally on a sidewalk that, that is just too narrow for, for words, stumbles out, wasted, got to be in his 70s, maybe older, cuts me off, Lurches forward just as I'm stepping forward, and I step on the back of his shoe, and I give him a flat tire, Mm -hmm. right? And he turns around and starts screaming at me in, like, thick, you know. And I'm just like, dude, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It was a mistake. Oh, fuck you. You're going to give me that. And he reaches down into his sock where that knife, that that letter opener knife uh-huh. is, and he starts fumbling around for it to pull it out because he wants to street fight me, <laughs> you know, 
And I'm no Scott. I'm uh, no Glaswegian. I don't know anything about this. So I'm just like, dude. And I like hop across the other side of the street. Some, and I leave him. And he's like, you come back here. I'm going to kill you. Uh-huh. Medic and waving that little knife around. And then trying to. Ch- he like took three steps as if he was going to run and then fell down. <laughs> um, but I don't know. That just made me think of that. Yeah. So uh, that was me. Um <laughs> And even when it, when I decided I didn't want to do Irish dancing anymore, mm-hmm. uh, I had to take I took uh, tin whistle, Gaelic, wow. boron. Do you still fiddle. speak Gaelic? I never could. Right. Okay. <laughs> uh, so I'd take a lot of Irish stuff, and then I had to be around. Uh, she taught at the Irish club. Uh, wow! So I had to be there a lot. She and, was totally into it, huh? Yeah, she threw a fesh, uh, the London, Ontario fesh uh, she started. Fesh? Yeah, fesh is like an Irish dancing competition. Okay. And so we used to have to go around all the feshes all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I saw a lot of Irish culture. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the, the, the what the girls would wear Irish dancing back then, they would have these dresses that a tailor would make. And uh, there'd be like a real, um, uh, like an embroidered dragon or something on the front of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know if you know anyone or any kids now that are in Irish dancing. And it has gotten banana bird. What what these kids do? Is it all because of uh, river dance? Ah, uh, probably. Because that's like Irish dancing on steroids, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so now. You know, and and those dresses w- weren't cheap before, but now they're super expensive. Right, they look like they're made of armor. <laughs> they they do. They're like really crazy looking. Uh huh. Um, the little girls wear wigs, uh, so that they all have perfect ringlets. So it's starting to be like the Irish cultural, the the American Irish cultural version of uh of uh uh. Like pageants. Yes. Do they wear flippers, too? The little fake teeth that they pop in so their teeth all look perfect? <laughs> they should. <laughs> I'm going to add that to my list here. But uh, so with the way this is all going, I see where this is headed. Oh, where's it headed? It's headed for more. And <laughs> that's where we're going to make money. Headed for more. Is, is selling uh-huh. them more. Yeah. They, you know, absolutely. they've gone this far. They got to go further. Yeah. Right? So, absolutely. So what else? You You can make money. Teaching these little kids uh, how to do fake Irish accents. Oh, that's huge. So that all day when they go to the fetch, they speak in an Irish mm-hmm. accent. You could, uh, yeah, go ahead. Uh, you can sell them green contact lenses so they oh. all have perfect green eyes. Uh-huh. Do they all, with those wigs that they wear to give them perfect ringlets, are they also ginger? Are they also redheads? Uh, I think they're mostly blonde. Blonde, yeah. okay. Uh, and uh, you can give them... Uh, you know, in like Japan and Korea, a lot of women will tattoo their makeup on. Yeah, here in America too. My mother's done that. Okay. Uh, well, you can give them freckle tattoos. Oh, there you go. And you can tattoo freckles on these kids. They'll fade eventually, probably. It's so funny. I just heard uh-huh. on may have been NPR or something an interview. This is a thing now. Really? Where people are getting so so. You guys, get on it. They're co- not doing it to kids yet. Cosmetic tattoos. Uh huh. Are a thing, right? Yeah. We're talking about like makeup, and it's made with pigment. It's not made with ink. Oh, and so it's intended to fade over time. Okay, and so like over six months, six to eight months, it'll, uh-huh. it'll fade away. 
to nothing. And so uh, what's happening now is people are coming in to get freckles tattooed to get, you know, and you can go the whole freckle face route or you can go with just a few freckles. Yeah. But this is becoming a thing. Freckles. Okay. You guys. In, Aust- in Australia particularly. Yeah. Get on it then, you guys, yeah. because uh, they're doing adults now. Yep. They're going to go for the kids next. Why not? Get in there first. Yeah. Tattoo those kids' faces. Just oh, grind away at that. <laughs> Teach them an Irish accent. Give them green contacts. Uh-huh. If not, even just change the color of their eyes. And Dyes. Yeah. Dye. You know, you can, uh, also speaking of tattoo, because I, I saw this when we did uh, body I think mod. It was our body yeah. mod. Uh, you can tattoo the eyes. Ooh. People tattoo their eyeballs. Ooh, that's like a horror movie. I mean, it's not the uh, <laughs> it's not the area that you want to change, yeah. but it's you know, yes, it is like a horror movie because people end up with like eyeballs that are solid red or solid black. Ugh. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. But anyway, go ahead. You sure? But, so that's it. Yeah, that's a good one. There was I just I had it on the tip of my tongue and uh-huh. like a like a like a soft fart. It just went right out of my head. <laughs> Uh, that was something you could you could also teach them. Uh, well, whatever. You guys, <laughs> you guys out there. I mean, you know, it, it, the inspiration's there. Yeah, you can just grab this idea and run with it. Run as far and as fast as you can go. I hope you have something else because my next one is about forty-five seconds. Like we're working on elevator pitch here. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? Well, I'll yeah. tell a little story first. Then go ahead, tell a little story. Uh, so, uh, where my family's from in Chicago is uh-huh. all the South Side, which is crazy irish right uh-huh it is like it's it's like boston okay and uh everyone's irish every bar is irish uh my cousin tommy i used to work at a uh, at a pizza place there in chicago called mm-hmm. giordano's okay uh it's a big chain uh but i worked at like the main one i was mm-hmm. a bartender there and um my my cousin who i i used to live with them because he'd never heard of anything not Irish in his life, uh-huh. he was convinced for a long time that this place was called Jerry O'Donnell's. Because <laughs> <laughs> Jerry O'Donnell's, what's that? Uh huh. That's really funny. Yeah, yeah. That's a good story. Yeah, and my, I, I think I've mentioned this. Uh huh. But my sister, fantastic fiddle player. Uh, I didn't mention that she's a fiddle player. I didn't know that. Yeah, she's a fiddle player. So you played tin whistle and she played fiddle? I, I played fiddle for a while, too. We went to a music school, so mm-hmm. uh, I took violin for a while, and then I played some Irish fiddle, and uh, and then I played bass. But she just played violin and then a lot of Irish fiddle. It was really good. She went a couple times to the Fla in Ireland, which is a big Irish music competition, uh-huh. and you have to win, <clears throat> uh, like, you have to win your way there. Oh, so you you go through competition and competition and competition, yeah. right? Okay. Um, and then uh, she still plays. Uh huh. And uh, when Bill Clinton was in the White House, she played a St. Patrick's Day party. Really? Yep. She well, it wasn't like a now Michelle. It was, uh, it was Irish dancers from Chicago, and she was backing them up. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. She's great. She's your, really good. Do your nieces and nephews, uh, fiddle diddle. Uh, they, well, yeah, a couple of my nieces have been, uh, playing, playing fiddles. I only got nieces, five of them. Oh, wow, five. Yeah, my sister has five girls. Wow. Proving we're Irish. Yeah, I was just going to (laughs) say, as Irish as the day is long. Um, so, we've already established St. Patty's Day. Yes. Drinking. Yeah. Right? 
how many people, I mean really, how many people either by intentionally or unintentionally end up doing bar crawls, pub crawls on sure. St. Paddy's yeah, Day, yeah. right? You go from bar to bar to bar to bar to bar. Yeah. Well, why not, right? So this is the idea. This concept of the pub crawl, which I didn't realize, has is worldwide. I mean, it's, you know, you all over the U.S., right? Every major, every city, not even major city, just every city in the U.S. has a par, uh, has some sort of bar crawl at some point. Uh-huh. I mean, we all know in New York, bar crawls are through the roof, right? SantaCon being one of them, the nightmare that is SantaCon. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, you have bar crawls in every major city in America. You have them in every city in England, every city in Ireland. I mean, Ireland, some of the 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 most well known bar crawls in the world, uh, Eastern Europe, Prague, uh, but even in the Far East, uh-huh. you have it in Hong Kong, uh, Laos. Yeah, there's a bar crawl in Laos where you uh, ride a river, you tube down this crazy river in Laos, on which there are all these sort of like shack bars set up, and you stop and you drink and go, and then you get back on your tube and go. Um, that sounds really fun. In Singapore. There are bar crawls, uh-huh. and these are all guided. Like, you make reservations, you have tour guides, and they take you to, like, famous bars or historic bars, things of that nature, <clears throat> and you just drink at all of them. Uh-huh. There's usually something included, like a shot and a, 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 a meal or something along sure. those lines. <clears throat> but I thought, why not do a travel service? Uh-huh where people can celebrate St. Paddy's Day in bar crawls around the world, uh-huh. right? So you put together, like, the St. Paddy's Day special. It's airfare, hotel room, the uh, bar crawl of choice, if not multiple, depending on the city you're in. Because, uh-huh. like, Dublin, for instance, has multiple bar crawls. And you can celebrate St. Paddy's Day in a slightly different, maybe more interesting way, doing exactly what you would do back home, which is getting drunk and throwing up on strangers. <laughs> Right. (laughs) But and then I thought you could do a tour like a big six month around the world bar Uh crawl tour where basically you go to like different cities around the world over six months, spend like three days there, you know, a day to get in and get your shit together, a day for the bar crawl and then a day to recover and then you leave. And just do a big tour around the world to all these cities that are doing bar crawls. Uh-huh. I think that would be amazeballs. That'd be great. Yeah, yeah. that's it. Elevator that's good. pitch. I you know, you know it. what uh, I thought of too when you were saying that. Uh huh. Is uh, <clears throat> old people, right? They want to go on bar crawls. They can't. They're in old folks' homes. They don't have the, <laughs> they don't have the legs for it anymore. And they're literally crawling. Yeah. So many you, of you, them. you can go wheel them all into the little rec uh-huh. room, and then one by one. People come in, put a backdrop that looks like a bar. Yeah, come around, give them some corned beef and cabbage, uh-huh. uh, a beer. Yeah, and they're in uh, Ireland. And, they're and in Dublin. Yeah, and then you take that down, and another bar comes in and puts up a different backdrop, mm-hmm. and you can sit there, and it's like they're going bar to bar. Yeah, but they're just sitting there in their wheelchair. Yeah, no, it's great, and the musical change, and and yep. you've you've used this backdrop theme on several <laughs> several ideas that you've come up with, and I think I, I like it because it's an all purpose thing. I'm all about the maybe backdrop. the business to really get into is backdrops. Is backdrops. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, if you want if you want the real money on any scheme, uh huh, is backdrop. Be the backdrop guy. <laughs> be the guy who makes the backdrops. Yeah, yeah no, that's yeah. a brilliant idea, man. Yeah, any backdrop companies out there want to sponsor us? Oh, there we're you go. Big supporters of you. Mm-hmm. Probably half your business comes from us. You what? This is what we'll do. We <laughs> probably half their business comes from us. You can do. Uh, we will sell you branding rights. Yep. Where you can get the GRQ with Josh and Noel stamp of approval. Boom. On your backdrops. Yep. You can do a whole series of backdrops that are GRQ, Josh and Noel branded backdrops uh-huh. that fit within our scheme. So sure. people can be like, man, I listen to the show GRQ, Josh and Noel, and they'll be like, look what we got yeah. here. Pre-made. Yeah, exactly. Off the shelf. Exactly. I, I, ooh, wow. See, these are the kind of brainstorming <laughs> sessions I like. <laughs> Where we just come up with genius after genius. We came into this show (laughs) with so much money, we're just handing you guys. Uh And as the show goes on, more and more just keeps coming up. It's sprouting. It it is, yeah. It's like growing like a weed, a money weed. We do not put a cork in our creative spout. No, we don't. You know what I'm saying? No. If if stuff is coming up, you know, sometimes our shows are just Uh so chock full, we don't have time to brainstorm like this. But then these other ones where it's, a little quick bang, bang, yeah, boom, 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 boom. You know, yeah. we can brainstorm for you guys, and then gold like that comes out of out of our mouths. That's right. And on today's show, St. Patrick's Day, mm-hmm. the only cork we're putting in is County Cork. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah. But Noel. Yeah, Josh. We've come up with all these amazing ideas. We sure have. And people are making all this incredible money. Incredible money. And they want to reach out to us. Yeah. To tithe us our 10%. That's right. How are they going to reach us? Well, if you want to reach us on Twitter, uh huh, you can get us at GRQ, Josh Noel. Um, if you wanted to reach us via email, <laughs> you could reach us at GRQ with Josh and Noel at gmail.com. That's right. Or if you're a Facebook type, you can get us on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ, Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes. You can rate you can review, you can subscribe. That's not necessarily getting in touch with us, but you should do that anyway. We, we read them. Well, we read the reviews, absolutely. Yeah, we sure do. Um, and you should review us, because if you like the show, it helps us. It really does. It helps a lot. And if you are one of these people who only listen to our show on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you get your podcast, mm-hmm. tune in Saturday nights, 8 p.m. <clears throat> Eastern, and listen to us on the air on Radio Free Brooklyn, get the schemes five days before anyone else. That's right. Or if you prefer listening to us on iTunes, you should still you know go out there and support Radio Free Brooklyn. You sure and listen should. To, listen to They're some great. of the other they got shows. a lot of great things going on. Twenty four hour programming going on there. Mm-hmm. Music, talk, yep. comedy, something all like uh, seventy five shows, something like that, and more coming up. Uh, yeah, there's some more coming up. More coming up. Yep. Um. So. So, you guys, you right now, your, your arms are breaking from these pots of gold. Your the green green money is crushing you. That's right. What do you do? You've got bruises and lumps on your head from you, all those mini bottles of Jameson's. Yeah, <laughs> cracking you in the skull. Yeah, from the pinata. Yeah. You got to do something with this, with this money. Sticky from Guinness residue, or, 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 or like the documentary Leprechaun has told us, it'll make you crazy. Uh, so, uh, 
brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. Mr. Josh, please take it away. For those of you who want to scream to the world, please mug me. The House of Solid Gold is your solution. This fancy business will hook you up with a vast array of items made from solid gold. Golden earbuds? Check. Golden shoelaces? Check. Golden guitar pick? Also check. Heck, if you're willing to fork out half a million bucks, these folks will make you a mountain bike made out of solid gold. Yeah, that is a website that you can go on to Normally, we pick like one thing, but you can go onto this website and have anything made out of gold. Uh huh. It's all it is. It's just shit made out of gold. I'll and make there you... may even be shit made out of gold. Yeah. Yeah. I'll make you anything you want out of gold. Oh, will you? Yeah. How are you going to do that? You got to pay me and I'll, ma- I'll get gold and I'll make it. Yeah? Yeah. Do you have those skills? I will. When? Or I'll, I'll get someone who does. Oh, there you go. Yeah. All right. So there you go. That's another thing. If you want something, you've got all this money, and you want stuff made out of gold, contact Noel. Yeah. Um, a, yeah. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm not only a wordsmith, guys. You're a metalsmith? I'm a, I'm a goldsmith. Goldsmith. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you are. You spin gold. I spin gold. Uh-huh. Spin tails of gold. You do spin tails of gold. All right, Noel. All right, guys. So... You've got all these ideas, more than we even planned on ever giving you, on ways to get so rich with St. Patrick's Day. Josh and I know they're great. Of course we do. We understand some of you guys might be skeptics. You new listeners. I feel like the people who've been listening for a while. Yeah, they're in. They're, they know. Yeah. They are fully aware of how brilliant and uh, money-making our schemes are, and we just haven't seen that money yet. It's coming. Yeah. Uh, but so, yeah, how do you, the new listener... Know that our ideas are as good as we say. How do you know that they're worth quitting your job, leaving your family, selling your house, spending all your kids' college money? It's because Josh scours the internet for rules of getting rich quick, to which we judge our schemes by. Josh, where do our rules come from this week? Uh, This week, our rules are an article called Startups and Shit, How to Get Rich in Tech, a guide for getting rich in tech. Yeah, sounds good. But these rules, they, they cover St. Patrick's everything. Day tech, same thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, number one, run a process. Yeah. Process that Satan into uh, <laughs> vegan corned beef shot glasses. Uh, I want to just cut this out and just have, it, you just have a loop of you saying, process that Satan. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, okay. Focus on good people slash culture. I mean, oh. wow. Yeah. If that isn't what St. Patrick's Day is, yeah. but a room full of good people yeah. celebrating a beautiful culture. The Emerald Isles. Uh-huh. And possibly giving people each other diseases from various cultures sure. that are around. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's two for two. Yeah. Um, expect to earn it. <laughs> yeah. You should expect to earn it when you go out, tattoo kids' faces- uh, catching leprechauns, mm-hmm. having a blade, uh, Guinness dance rave. Yep, I, I think that's it, dude. Yeah, I think we're rich. We three are. for three, as always. You're getting rich off of the uh, these ideas. So once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. <laughs>